captivate on indescribable podcast they'll share their points of view and in this one summer's parents have come to visit her so that her father can renew his pledge to be the main defender of her divorce chastity plus the rogue son goes rogue now onto your favorite podcast where we bring all of our heartaches for you Yes, that is right. We are here. We are back at One of the Scrub Podcast, where we're talking through Girls 5 Eva, episode by episode. I'm Adam H. here with you week after week, and I am joined by two of my very good friends. First and foremost, someone who would um, never wait. He would never wait, right, Todd? Would you wait? Would you Would you love to wait? Wait. To I wait? can't. I can't wait to wait, Adam. <sighs> Can't can't wait to wait. Um, so much uh, waiting happening this episode. Um, and and I'll just say this, Todd, you're lucky because I thought about opening up the podcast with how long did you wait? But you know what? We don't need to. We don't need to go there. We don't need to get into that yeah. kind of personal information. You know. And you have had to wait a long, long time yeah. for an answer. Uh, oh. I don't know as long as you have to wait for Lindy to answer, but pretty close i don't think lindy would answer i just to be yeah that's why it's pretty close because i I might finally break down but uh doubtful oh so you're telling me there's a chance uh also with (laughs) (laughs) someone who will certainly ultimately be sitting upon her business throne it is lindy timmy lindy how are you hello hello it's me from the business throne wearing my tv pants yeah Your, your tv pants the ceo of of famco um lindy are you a succession girly did you did you ever succession i feel so bad saying this because just would be oh scandalized but i've never seen it wow you've never seen like any of it any of it wow are you ever going to watch it i want to i just haven't gotten around to it yet okay so how much of it can todd and i spoil through all of the references <laughs> in this episode where you would then not go watch it like would um, it, like would there have to be I definitely mm-hmm. saw people talking about it on Twitter before, so it's not like I've heard nothing mm, about okay. it ever, but I, I don't really know any specific spoilers, so I would appreciate it if you didn't. Okay. It might be a little difficult. Um, Maybe not that difficult. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, uh, I feel like the references to the show were broad enough that I don't really have to do any specific spoilers. Yeah, but I want to, Todd. I oh, want. I mean, I. I mean, that's the problem. Understandable. You know, I just, I just really want to. Um, yeah, as a relatively new uh, uh, business throne guy, um, it's all, it's all just right there. It just ended recently. When did this, this, so this episode would have? Well, I guess it'd been when they were recording it, but like this would have been season three so, of Succession. May. So this came out in 2022. So that would have been, yeah, I think right. That's, I think that's correct. Season three. Because it was it was the last it was basically the last four years, more or less. Anyway, um, um, Lindy, I actually don't think that you would like Succession. Now that I'm like thinking about don't. this, I don't think so. As much that as is... you are TV, Lindy, I feel like well, and okay, this is just based. 
this is based solely on what you say you like and not actually what you have enjoyed or not enjoyed. <laughs> this is okay. solely based on your theoretical likes and dislikes. Um, because uh, this is not spoiling any part of Succession. Everyone is the worst. I mean, just truly the worst terrible people. And right when you think, mm, maybe they won't get more terrible, they do something that you like wouldn't even believe in terms of like how shockingly awful the person you have to be. And then they just like keep doing that over and over and over again. And then eventually they get a lot of money and some of them win and some of them lose and then someone ends up on the business throne and that's like sort of the show well i don't mind watching terrible people i you know i've seen every episode of it's always sunny in philadelphia um they're okay. terrible people probably in a different way uh yeah <laughs> yeah there's i mean some people I, think that succession is like a very funny show like some people do find i I never laughed in Succession. Really, I laughed a lot. I laughed okay. a lot. I think it's I, uh, I I can see why some people wouldn't, but I think it's like a the the sense of humor of it because I feel like all there are lots of really funny lines, like the the people are horrible, and I'm someone who like I don't I don't mind that, but I did not think I was going to like Succession. Mm. And actually, the first time I tried to watch it, I watched like the first like two or three episodes and noped out of it. Yeah, that's exactly where I was, Ted. Uh, and then whenever like it was like coming to the end and Jess was doing her usual Jess Sterling, you know, bullying people into watching her favorite things. I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it another shot and watch the next episode. And that was like the tipping point hmm. for me. Uh, and I kind of started to get into it. And then by season two, I was, I was hooked. Um, but yeah, I can. It's one that I didn't think I was going to enjoy because of, of being the horrible people thing, and there being a, a fair amount of cringe uh, at times. Like, oh, a, a fair amount. Yeah, of that. yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was. I would say season one is for me has the most cringe moment. It's very cringe. Like, like there's a lot. Very... I feel like there's a lots of cringe in the first. I feel like the cringe part die doesn't go away completely, but it's like rarely as bad as it was for me in that first season there, there might be like moments, moments. there'll be moments two. but not as like i think there's more cringe in the first three episodes than there were in a lot of other stuff yeah but, uh, i agree but anyway do you think lady would like it i think there's a possibility she would okay like it, yeah. okay interesting okay I, so Adam, I like good television so yeah and i guess pretty much everyone agrees it's good television though i, I will say i do think that at least in our circle it's probably the most overrated show and it's not that it's a bad show it's just that based on where I see people rating it versus where it is, you know what I mean? Like if you rate something a 20 out of 10, but it's actually a nine out of 10, that's a big difference. And it's, it probably is like an eight or a nine out of 10, but it's not a 20. Anyway. Okay. We're uh, going to talk uh, about girls. Five out of the opinions of Adam H. Do not necessarily represent the opinions of the whole You think podcast. it's better than and like that, a nine out of 10? And I'm, I'm specifically saying that to Jess Sterling. Uh, Jess, oh. you know, it's all, all, it's all <laughs> just, Adam right now. It's all just Adam. I mean, I, I will. I'll agree that I don't love it as much as a lot of people do. It's good. It's a good show. It's a good yeah, show. I, I think it's a, it's a really good show. But it was. I don't think it made my like this last year. Whenever I was drinking my favorite shows, it wasn't in my top five. It was in my top ten, but it wasn't my top five 
favorite shows yeah. of the year. But also, Schmigadoon was one of my top favorite shows of the year. Most people would not agree with that opinion at all. Schmigadoon so. season two slapped. Uh, and there's no other way we're going to ever talk about this, but it got canceled for season three, Todd, which was yeah. so devastating. I mean, we still need to force Lindy to watch all of it. So, I mean... Lindy, what are you waiting on? It's a musical TV show that Todd and I podcasted about. What's I mean, going we on can, here? We can still podcast about season one. I'm just saying. Yeah, maybe we should. It's so, I mean, admittedly, I thought the season two was better than season one, and which is wild to me that it got canceled after the, yeah. the better season. Well, I do think it was better, but they were both really good seasons. So I would watch it, Lindy. It's good. I would be down. We, we I thought we did podcast about season one. Time. We we did like a, a re, like a full season oh, summary. We didn't, but we, did, we didn't do episode by episode. Oh my God. One, so. It's only like, what? Like eight episodes? Like, six episodes? Yeah. yeah like, it's not very many at all. It's, it's like nothing. Very, very short, and they're short but, episodes. Yeah. And they're funny. And there's music. What are we doing here? Okay. We're going to do that. You want to just quit Girls 5 ever right Let's, now? Honestly, let's do this. There's like, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm just I, saying I, we have an, another show in the in the pipe yeah. now. What did we say we were doing next? We said like Pushing we, Daisies, didn't we? We said Pushing Daisies. We said Smash. We said that? We said, I didn't uh, agree. We, <laughs> we had, we've did. had several things that we have discussed as possibilities, <laughs> uh, but nothing okay. that we have like all, all said, you know, a thousand percent. Okay, uh, so we still have another season of Girls Five Ever after we're done with this because it will be dropping. True, it'll be dropping like right around the time that we finish season two. It will be all be dropping on Netflix then. So, oh, okay. Well, here we are, season uh, two, episode four of Girls Five Ever. We're what halfway through season two? Is it only eight episodes or ten episodes of season uh, two? Eight episodes. Eight episodes. We're halfway through. Um, boy, sort of feels like we're just doing a bunch of nothing in these episodes uh, in terms of where we're going. Some some funny lines, some interesting stuff. Uh, I I think that Gloria has a few in her face. Um, a lot of this is summer oriented, though. A lot of summer this episode and her purity her chastity of uh her parents chris and chris who uh ride around in a van um that is chris and chris and christ love the freaking van that's so funny um interesting episode i don't know i don't let's just get into this uh we'll, we'll, we'll talk it through i'm excited season two episode four of girls five eva lindy take it away all right this one is called can't wait to wait if you're waiting for us to get to the recap, you've finally made it. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you think that anyone is waiting for? I mean, is there, you know, is anyone waiting for that? I sure hope so. Because yeah. if no one's here for the recap, why are they here <laughs> for the for the nine minute banter at the beginning? Then, what do you mean? That's why. Well, I then they've shut the it off now, and now they're, they're done. <laughs> they're gone. They don't even get this little bonus banter at the beginning, where we're making right. them wait a little bit more. I sometimes listen to podcasts only for the banter. Like, I don't, I don't care about the topics all the time, you know? Fair enough. Yeah. Well, whatever you're here for, we're glad. The wait is over. <laughs> and the wait is over. Okay. So this one begins uh, with a clip of an old interview where Summer is being asked about, you know, being a virgin. And she's explaining how, you know, she's waiting for marriage. And it's funny because at the end, the interviewer is like, and next, I'm going to interview Matchbox 20 about singing and playing instruments. <laughs> you guys big Matchbox 20 people? I was back in the day, like okay. the, the the first season I push, you know, long before the Barbie movie, I still was like, a big fan of push. So 
Okay, I'm so sorry. I have nothing to add about Matchbox Twenty. I don't. <laughs> I just know there's a guy named Rob Thomas, and there and that's the same name as the guy who created Veronica Mars, but they're different. Rob different Thomas. Rob Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so in the presence, uh, Wiki's thing in this episode is that she's basically dating an NBA player, but she has signed an NDA with NBA on TNT, so she can't reveal any of the details, but she so desperately wants the attention for it. <laughs> so and that's her whole thing. It's probably my favorite thing of the episode is Wiki yeah. and her NDA from NBA on TNT. It just, every time it comes up, just cracks me up. And once you figure out who the celebrity is supposed to be and her attempts not to a uh, let it slip. It's just great stuff. Do you, could you guys name, obviously we could name one, but could you name the other three members of inside the NBA on TNT? Not the top of my head. No, I've, I, I've, I watched it a few times. It's been forever. So I couldn't tell you who, who else it's, it's gonna drive me crazy at least one person i know i should i should know but. i mean i'm gonna tell you was, was it charles was charles barkley charles barkley is yeah. uh, that, 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 I'm like okay who is it i feel like he and shack like butt heads mm-hmm. i was like trying to think, who is it that shack butts heads with yeah <laughs> it's like, it's because, to remember it was yeah. charles shack thinks that charles barkley correctly so by the way is an absolute idiot <laughs> he does not know <laughs> what he's talking about at all um and and so yeah okay so the other two unless linda you could whip this out the only reason i think like maybe linda you might know is like um, college basketball they do the NCAA tournament uh they go from the NBA to the NCAA during uh, March Madness okay um maybe I knew this when I was in college but I, I so you know what I'm not just I'm just not even gonna say anything I don't want to embarrass myself <laughs> what name could you possibly say here that would be I just I didn't expect either of you to get any of these three actually so I'm like very impressed by Todd actually so good job Todd I feel like you don't watch a lot of basketball. Maybe you do actually I, with the Oklahoma. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't watch a lot of uh, professional basketball. Like whenever it comes to pro sports, I watch football, even though I don't watch a ton of it. Um, yeah, but I have definitely seen some more because I have friends who are really into it. And I have a friend who used to like show me, show me clips of, mm. of stuff from it. If you've ever, really with, uh, if you've ever seen uh Shaq eat the, um, the hot chip. Uh, oh Yeah. Yeah. That is a clip you you have. I mean, if you've not seen, I, I feel like everyone has seen that. But boy, if you've not seen, it's so funny where he's like crying and he's like. <laughs> um, the other two names, uh, Ernie Johnson, who is the okay. host. Um, I, you might know him. He he does some other stuff besides just basketball, but he's like a big like TNT guy. Um, and then Kenny the Jet Smith, uh, is the other one. Uh, probably the least well known of the four, in my mind. But there you go. Those are the four. Who are you going to guess, Lindy? Was it like was it like really that crazy? If you think I'm going to guess after you already told us the answers, <laughs> you are sadly mistaken. You're going to be yeah. waiting a long, yeah. long time. Yeah. I signed an NDA in my mind <laughs> that I would not reveal yeah. <laughs> my inner thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so an NDA with the MBA of TV Lindy. So exactly, oh. exactly. Um, so that's Wiki and Dawn right now. Basically, Wiki's judging her for being so mundane with her and Scott. Uh, I love this part where she asked Dawn about her pants, and Dawn is like, What you don't have TV pants that you put so many ass hours into that now they're kind of clear? 
<laughs> what a sentence. I love this terminology of ass hours. That is, yeah. that is really good. I would like to find a way to repurpose this for as many things as we possibly can. Um, that being said, does this happen to your guys' pants? Like, we are all pretty pretty uh consistent tv watchers let's be honest with ourselves here one of us refers to ourselves as tv name like you know like we we are tv people here on this podcast i I, like can't relate to this i don't know like do i have do i just have really good pants and that are like durable is this a thing or am i not am am i not putting in enough ass hours you gotta up those ass hours adam I, I don't know how I could put in more ass hours than I currently put in. <laughs> Between uh, TV and movies uh, and reading, I don't I don't know what I could do to actually get pants that are kind of clear. So I think what you'd have to do is get a really crappy pair of pants and then mm-hmm. wear those only. Yeah. Like I just I just don't see any other way. The implication here is for sure that she has one pair of tv pants that get utilized daily also i certainly never expected in my life that lindy would tell me that i need to up my ass hours just never (laughs) in a million years would have guessed that those words would have come out of your mouth but here we are and you know what i agree with you (laughs) here we are this podcast is the gift that keeps on giving Mm -hmm. i never thought i would tell you that so here we are here we are um so Dawn's on the couch with Scott watching TV and Wiki is really, really being judgmental, says, enjoy your crushing mundanity, you reek of tap water, whatever that's supposed to mean. <laughs> yeah, well, she said the the shower, like the shower reeked of tap water at the beginning of it. So I guess whatever she thinks tap water smells like. I Some people yeah. are against tap water. This was a this was a, a decent shower. Oh no, I don't know. Not uh, certainly not. The, I, I mean, I don't. Maybe I guess maybe rich people on business throne, but in terms of normal people, I feel like it's not the shower. But some people are big like water bottle, like plastic water bottle as the main method of water. Well, this was... there are other options such as filtered water that's oh, in, in between those two. This this was a point of contention in this household. Of let me guess, you. Just drink the tap water. Oh, yeah. Sarah was like, I need bottles. Correct. That is exactly (laughs) the situation. I I barely even filter it. I mean, we have like a Brita or whatever. I drink too much water for there to be time to to chill the water in the Brita in the like it's not cold enough by the time I'm ready to go get more water. And so then I have to like ice it all up. And it's like the ice just comes from the tap water. That's not, you know, so it's like, what are we doing here? So I'm a big filter. I I just pour it in the cup. These all come from the tap. It's fine. Everything's fine. I think it really depends on where you live because I've had some place where I've lived with the tap water is not drinkable. My tap water here is fine. I still filter it, but uh, it's fine. But there's definitely places where like uh, my dad's house. Yeah, I if it doesn't go through the filter, I'm not drinking that water. Yeah. Some people have like well water and I feel like maybe that would be a I don't know. Uh, I grew up drinking well water, and well water was so good. Oh, or our well water. My aunt has well water, and it's not. They have yeah. to like do the big buckets or whatever it's called. Yeah, I think it also depends on on the well and how, how deep it's dug, and how much you've gotten to the bottom of the well, how much water's been depleted, and things like that. So that's our well that was water our little, segment. Yeah, that was a little riff on <laughs> tap water and well water. <laughs> 
people have been waiting for that. That's for sure. <laughs> Moving on to Business Throne. That's the show they're watching. Oh man. As soon as it's as soon as like the whatever line of dialogue happened, I don't remember what the dialogue was from the first one, but I'm just like, oh, they're doing succession. They're watching succession. And then with every subsequent one, I'm like, oh yeah. And there's one line in particular, we'll get to it later, but just I just like died. I died at uh so yeah it's like just very very easy to see what they're what they're making fun of here yeah and i do like that whatever whatever you think about the actual show of succession the fact that they can like so clearly do this and everyone is immediately like boom i know what show this is and it's like a perfect you know representation of it, it certainly is like a credit to succession and how big it got at that, you know, at this point. So um, also what a great name. What a, I mean, just a you know, if you had to rename succession, something simple business throne, I love it. It's, it's so good. So then the group is at the studio and uh, okay. I could never remember this guy's name, but they said it later in the episode. This guy's name is Ray. <laughs> He's the guy they're working, the producer they're working with at the studio. And he tells them that the label wants a love song. And that's when Don is like, I'm not going to write them a love song just because they ask for it. And of course, that is a line from Sarah Bareilles' song, Love Song. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the only reason that tidbit's in there. But I loved it. Um, so Wiki's into this idea because she says she always brings sex to the table and she tries to pose sexily with like an egg. <laughs> I don't know that she pulled it off, but wow, Lindy, come on. <laughs> what what part of this was not sexy to you? Um, I just I just didn't get the whole egg part. Wow. The girls that get it get it. That's all. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's all I know. You know, okay. eggs can be sexy. Like, you know how sometimes when uh, I'm trying to eggs <laughs> can be sexy is yeah. what you just said. Oh yeah. Some people spell when they're trying to like get around like an algorithm or whatever. They'll sell sexy like s e g g s. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. sexy time. Eggs is in there. I, so I just have a question for you. Yeah. Is your girlfriend listening right now to your side of this conversation? Do you want me to ask her? And wondering if what on earth eggs are I mean, I'm talking about. Yeah, she didn't even watch the episode of me this time. I think she's giving up on the show, to be honest with you. Um, I'm just gonna ask her, are eggs sexy? I'm okay. uh, do you like eggs? Are you guys eggs people? Uh not not really. Uh, I'll I'll eat I'll eat them, you know, yeah. but I went for years where I wouldn't even touch eggs at all. wasn't a big fan. But after I had to change my diet a few years ago, I started eating eggs a little bit more frequently. It's like a it's good protein, especially in the morning when I feel like I struggle to have protein. That's not just like, you know, if I'm going to make it, it's like, oh, there's some bacon or sausage. And that's bad protein for in the morning. She says, no, eggs are not sexy. Hate to see it because I go. think they are sexy. So like a nice like plate of fresh, you know, scrambled eggs over easy oh when it come on an over easy egg when you break that yolk on the top that is pure sex be, I, be real i don't want to eat that but whatever you're into do we want to do more egg talk how do you guys take your eggs if you no, had to I, can we move on <laughs> okay all right fine we have only talked about one full scene so far <laughs> and we've been recording for 20 minutes lindy what are you waiting for I don't know. Uh, I can't. I I don't know. I need to stop waiting. Like summer. Okay. 
So, and then we get confirmation that Gloria's back with Caroline. Um, there's nothing else in this episode about it, but she does mention it. So we know that. Um, and Summer says that she did stuff with this guy named Liam last night. She like met him on a Christian dating app for Christians who love Santa. Yeah. Christian Kringle is the name of the app. <laughs> yes. Yes. But uh, at the end of the date, when she tried to kiss him, she kind of couldn't. She kind of leans back and is like, ah. And she just says, you know, it's been so long. Um, but then she tells the group that after that, they had sex, but it wasn't magical. I mean. I was not expecting that to be her follow up. Right, right. I, it, it's it was kind of like okay. Well, what happened in between those two things? Yeah, because I don't understand. <laughs> I certainly like would never judge someone for like having just a random hookup or whatever. But I will say, if your expectation is magical sex and you can't kiss them, maybe those two things are not in congruence with each other. Like maybe you should probably be able to kiss them if if your goal here is to have magical sex. I don't know. I'm not an expert. I'm not a sex expert, nor an egg expert, or, a nor a sex expert. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And, and also, if you what are am in the I medical, even saying, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I it sounds like you're on egg sexy time. Is what you, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like we're right there. I also don't know if Christian Kringle is the right a uh, app to be on if you're wanting to hook up with someone. Unless it's the it. pastry Kringle, and then it is the right app to be hooking up on. Let me just tell you. Yeah, I've talked about Kringle before, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't know if you've done it here, but I know I've definitely heard you talk Kringle's about it. Kringle's so I, I, good, man. I think you've talked about on maybe Huey. I'm not sure. Who knows? Kringle's so good. Everyone get a Kringle. Trader Joe's now has uh, pecan Kringles. They had almond, which was better, but they still have pecan Kringles. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Summer's parents arrive. This episode is heavily about Summer. Uh, this is the first time we've seen them. They are on a ministry tour. They've got this huge bus and they're just stopping by to see her. Um, Summer says that Kev took Stevia to Las Vegas to tour Hype Houses. So she's all alone right now. So this is great that they're visiting. Yep. It's also great who we got to play her parent. I love both of these actors, Amy Sedaris and Neil Flynn. I think they're both hilarious. I don't know if they got to use their full comedic you know, potential in this episode, but I was really happy to see them pop up. I agree. I recognize both of them. I was like, I know these people. They've been in other stuff. Um, I, I just, I don't know that they utilized her dad in a way that I was expecting. <laughs> I, it got I guess weird. It, it got, got so weird. weird. And I don't know if it was funny enough. But anyway, we'll get there. Uh, but <laughs> I do love this part. They're in her kitchen. And Summer is explaining to them <laughs> how she makes salads. Which is a thread from season one where she learned to make a salad. She's like, yeah, you just put everything in there. And it doesn't matter like what order. <laughs> No, you can stir it this way or that way. It doesn't even matter how you stir it. Maybe I'm making salads wrong. I don't stir my salad very often, but maybe I need to stir it more. You got to toss the salad. Well, she didn't say toss it. She, she, said, she said stir it. And who am I to, to to go against her salad making techniques? She is the expert in making salads. Yeah. So I look love- like a good salad bowl. She had a good solid salad bowl there. It was very big. Yes. And her dad says, it's great that you like cook salads. <laughs> it's just like, everyone is so proud of her for this. 
anyway i love that uh but then her parents are saying that you know they thought kev was the one like they all did uh, but they want her to find the next guy now like number two (laughs) but until then they want to protect her purity so her dad pulls out this purity ring uh she was wearing one in that interview from back in the day and he's gotten her this new ring because now that she's divorced they want her to be pure again oh this is i can't i can hardly say this but this is what happened yeah because he made a promise he made a vow to god whenever she was young that he would protect her purity and now that she's divorced he's got to come out of retirement he kind of like mimics like boxing people fighting suitors off their thing it's it's very bizarre i couldn't believe how much of this episode was this and i i just wonder like was this supposed to be funnier than it was? Cause it was like, and I love, I love cringe comedy. I think that cringe is so funny. This was almost to me either like not cringy enough to be as cringy as I need it to be, to be funny, but also too cringy that it's not traditionally funny. Like it was like this weird, like it's almost like trying to be cringe. It was just so I don't like, I don't even know. Also, yeah. I, the, I guess the question has to be asked here. Like, I certainly like never did this with my parents. Like my parents, like they never even start, uh, cared. Did either of you like ever have to like, you know, have a purity ring or like maybe had friends that did it or I mean, I didn't even know of anyone that did this. No, no, I definitely didn't have to do with it. And wasn't a big thing at the time I was a kid. I think the, the purity ring is becoming a bigger thing like uh, later on, but whenever I was like a teenager and everything like that, I don't remember purity rings really being a, a huge thing. I think they were like kind of similar things, maybe yeah. some like, you know, definitely, you know, growing up in the Bible Belt, uh, small town, Oklahoma, a town where you could not sell alcohol within like, so many feet of a church and so you couldn't sell alcohol in the town because there are so many churches in the town oh that there was just no place you could have <laughs> you know a place to sell alcohol uh so yeah there definitely were this sort of thing uh sort of idea but it was like the purity ring itself i don't think it was really a big thing that i recall i did not have this i i think i knew of the concept but i don't think i knew anyone who was doing this but yes, it is a huge part of this episode. We'll get to it, but... <laughs> and I'll, I'll say to add, I cringe was never my problem with it. I never really felt like overly like cringy, mm. you know, vibes from it. So I don't I don't know that that was the issue. I, I think for, for me, cringe usually only bothers me if it's like my main character who's doing cringy stuff. It's like these weird characters doing stuff. It doesn't bother me as much as watching characters I know and like doing things that are cringy. That's never really bothers me. Uh, so, yeah. So you neither know nor like Summer. I didn't find her stuff as cringy <laughs> as her, what her parents were doing, I guess, is what. Oh, definitely not at, yeah, certainly not to that level by any means. Um, Also the doll stuff. Was this, is this like supposed to be a doll? Like, is this based on something? Is there a doll thing that I don't know about? I would honestly, okay. I was watching this and I was like, what's going on with these dolls? Like, why do they have a bunch? They just gave her these dolls. And then later they give her one in particular. I was just like, I don't know. Maybe I should. Yeah, I don't know if it's a specific reference. I think it's more the idea that they 
they're trying to infantilize her to a certain degree. And so they keep giving her these dolls to like, you know, as like a sign like every year, because you're still pure, we give you one of these little baby doll things, you know, oh, every so, year. Is that what it, Oh, it, it, it's what it's, it seemed like because there were quite there a, were a lot of them. There, there were a lot, lot of them. them. And like, then they brought it again because they're redoing it. And may, maybe I misunderstood, uh, but that was kind of like, I, I did. <laughs> I, I'm honestly not sure, but I know they definitely gave her one whenever they first, as she first took the pledge, they're giving her one now. But I think they got her a lot of them. So I think it might not have always been like because of this. But I think the idea was they kept giving her these dolls over the years as presents. And the idea is like, you know, it represents her. Um, so I don't know if it's like a reference to any specific type of doll mm -hmm. so much as just a reference to what the parents were doing to her. Okay. But I also had the same thought, I'm like, okay, is this supposed to be like, is this like a Barbie reference, an American girl reference? You know, why I couldn't quite tell if it was like a specific reference or just like a generic a uh, doll and i don't know like you know I, american girl was the only one that i knew of but i don't even know anything like about that my thought was this was going to be a because they kept talking about how much it was worth and like the fact that it was boxed like made it worth more and i was like okay she has a bunch of these are we going to sell them to go on tour or sell you know what i mean like something along those lines um and then it just never paid off at least not yet. Maybe it yeah. could, but could like, be could be a, a future plot. That was certainly where I thought it was going because they just emphasized it so many times of like it's worth more in the and maybe that was like the purity thing of yeah. it all. Because at the end, it's all about being she's not in the box anymore. So I think just missing the yeah. box over and over again is like to to sell that point. Yeah. The, the more we're talking about this, the more I'm like, what are we doing here with this episode? Like, what? <laughs> why? <laughs> Like this, like this show is about their musical group, and in this episode, we have like the vaguest idea that's that Dawn is writing a song, but when she sings little snippets of it, she's not even singing real words, and that's the musical angle of this episode. Besides the creepy father daughter song, which we'll get to, but anyway. Oh, and the can't wait to wait song. Yeah, we can't wait for the. I, oh, I okay. will say, Lindy, okay, the can't wait to wait, especially the full lyrics and the credits are so oh. funny oh yeah oh yeah okay. you know okay fair enough but anyway the plot i guess yeah no it's all it's it's all over the place i don't know so don's trying to write this song she's really struggling and ray is like you need a brain break what do you usually do for that and she's like uh drink red wine out of a mug <laughs> so he's like okay sure <laughs> and they, they have this like coffee pod that's Merlot somehow and Don is like is it gonna be hot <laughs> for some reason that really amused me uh but again like this is pointless in the grand scheme of things I'm sorry I'm I really I like this show and I enjoy it but as we're talking about this episode I'm like yeah it was not their strongest <laughs> outing although no. oddly enough I think this is probably my my favorite wiki episode We've had this season. I think that the wiki stuff is some of the strongest stuff for wiki this season, but mm -hmm. everything surrounding it, I felt was a lot weaker than what it has been. It was just such a, okay. The, the parts of this episode that were not summer's rando purity stuff. I think we're, I think we're, we're good. I think if we, if this Dawn stuff is sitting next to a like more music centric episode that like is, is a little bit not <laughs> summer, like whatever. 
I think that this looks a lot different than it does, but I think like, you know, sitting right next to it, it's like, what, what is going on? Like, this is it. Like, like you're saying, like, this is the music part of it. It's like nothing. Like, what? He, I don't know. It's like, she's taking a break from writing a song. Yeah, that's like, it. that's it. That's like, okay. But, uh, where's yes. that one guy? Where's the one guy from Shucked? Where's the agent? Where, where's the, what are we? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. He's the one that he sent, sent them an email. email that got this all going. But Come yeah. on, Tate. Show up. We need you. Yeah, come on. Um, okay, so Summer's dad wants her to do this like vow ceremony thing to renew her purity. And he's talking about how, like, you know, she's divorced, she's an internet villain now. And don't think we didn't notice those love lights, which is a callback to a previous episode. Um, and she ends up admitting to her parents that she had sex with Liam and she <laughs> she shows them his picture after her mom is like, Oh, I show me his picture oh no no, wait don't uh yes i want to see it no i don't want to see it but she finally shows them and because he has like a a hole in his ear with no earring his dad is like oh he's he's trouble i think this is probably possibly my favorite scene with the parents this episode because i like the the them noticing the low lights and them like going oh the, the the whole earring the ear earring hole with no earring that made me laugh uh but not a lot, but I think that was like some of the more amusing things to the parents this episode for me. And then back at Dawn's apartment, uh, Wiki is being, <laughs> she's just being so obvious that she wants to talk about what she's been doing. She like rips off her jacket and she's got this shirt, giant shirt. It's like NBA on TNT. <laughs> Yeah, it's like so huge on her. <laughs> Dawn, like, how was your date with obviously Shaq? <laughs> like, everyone knows what's going on. Um, and Dawn reports, you know, the progress and the song. She starts singing it, but they're not real words. And Dawn admits to Wiki that, like, you know, oh, like I took a break with Ray. And Wiki's like, Did you woke up with Ray? And Dawn is like, no, like, uh, we just, like, watched the new business throne. And Wiki's like, in your basic little life, that is cheating. And Dawn seems to realize that, like, oh, oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, because Wiki even asked, like, what, how would you react if Scott watched the next episode with someone else? And Dawn's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, to be honest with you, I think it is cheating. I think this is this is potentially worse, especially for like a big show that you're watching together. Uh, this is cheating. I don't know. Do you guys have shows like this where you like have to watch together or like you're going to be like offended? I mean, yeah. And I don't know that I'd call it cheating, but um, like I but yeah, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't like watch the the show we were watching together with someone else without discussing it first. Hmm. I mean, yeah. Sarah literally had to watch an episode of Felicity for a podcast while I was gone. And then I was upset that she watched it without me. I was like, you gotta be, <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. She cheated on me basically. Which one was, was it? Was it, it was whatever out? the most recent one was because that episode is so good, but that's a different, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Oh, like, 
like oh did you watch oh. the episode no i haven't watched that's what i'm saying lady i was gone she oh, watched well, it without watch me she it. cheated on me that's what i'm saying she did not cheat she watched it by herself that's cheating <laughs> that's not cheating <laughs> I, mean, I definitely like have had friends who have been like like i had a friend like he and his wife like watch a show together and then like he watched a few episodes and then he had to like pretended oh. that he hadn't watched them without her like watched them again and that just never ends well that yeah. just never because it's, it's always going to come out don't do it so, you know, Dawn feels guilty about it, but she wants Wiki to stop making her feel that way. Um, and they walk into the studio. The group's there. Summer, 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 Summer is showing them all her new ring and explaining how she's thinking about, you know, going through with this. And they are all, like, so down on this idea for obvious reasons. Well, not all. Wiki doesn't care. She well, says yes. repeatedly. Wiki's just like, yeah, I actually don't care, but... Uh, <laughs> But yes, Gloria and Dawn think this is a bad idea, especially Gloria. Um, but Summer's trying to justify it. We flash. This is where we flash back to "Can't Wait to Wait." Uh, this song with Kev and Summer back in the day on like this Christian TV network about waiting. And let's talk about it now. Like as Adam said, this continues at the end credits. There's like the extended version, and just my absolute favorite part could not believe this this was funny they were like they're naming all these people who waited and they're like kermit waited <laughs> the, the kermit, kermit killed kermit killed me and then and then it was snoopy yeah. and then dingus duck didn't wait which is why you've never heard of him he died of stds from doing sex on the whim <laughs> Yeah, let's pour one out for Dingus Duck. Um, yeah, like, okay, so just from what we saw in the episode, and I did like the staging as well as they were like in that kind of locker, you know, back and forth there with the two of them. I thought it was really, really funny, but it was like the full extended lyrics at the end of it that really sold this song for me. Um, it was it was so good. Like, it's just, it was so freaking funny. And I, I've been saying this, I feel like we've been beating this drum time and time again. Give us the full song in the episode if we would have gotten the full thing like if we would have gotten them back and forth being like snoopy waited you know like all like that would be so freaking funny and i would be laughing during the episode as opposed to like trying to find this tidbit of the end where i almost turned it off before it kept going and then you know i saw, saw there was new lyrics and so i kept it on but like i almost missed it and it's like that was probably the best musical part of the show for the last couple of episodes and it was like an afterthought at the end. Give us it during the episode. Agreed. I have to agree. I mean, occasionally you make a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh my God. This is one of them. <laughs> It'd be so um, good. Imagine how freaking funny it would be for Summer just staring dead in the camera. Kev <laughs> right there being like, Kermit waited. Like, come on. <laughs> that's so funny. It's right there. It's not like they didn't write the line. It's already there. That's so true. Like, I, I just can't imagine, like, this happening on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Like, they wouldn't write a whole song with, like, hilarious lyrics and then, like, put in a little clip and then put the rest of the song over the credits. Like, that isn't... Yeah. They only do that if the joke is you never get to hear the song. Like, period six. Like, like the only time they write a whole song and then only <laughs> let you listen to a little bit of it just because that's the gag. And it wasn't that the clip that they showed was bad. If it was just that okay like if that's all they wanted to write of the song and that was the whole clip that they wanted to film okay but it's not they did the whole thing like if the work is done just show it just sh oh, let us know oh, it's right there 
I agree. I wish the Kermit part was in the episode, but what can you do? But that was wait, that was my wait. Favorite. You had to wait. Maybe maybe that was the point. Maybe that was the <laughs> point all along. We had to wait the whole episode for the good part of the song. You know, Adam Kermit waited. So I Kermit waited. We wait. So we can wait. Yeah. I would say that. I would say that was true. But they do this every episode, so obviously that's yeah. just how they roll. But anyway, uh, the group does not want does not think that summer should let her parents run her life or her sex life um but then her parents come in they want to take summer out to brunch but gloria wants to be able to like shut this down so dawn offers to have them all eat at her brother's restaurant and i'm sure at this very moment todd was like yes we're gonna see dawn's brother and then uh, we don't. <laughs> yeah, I've I've given up hope. He hasn't shown up so far. I, uh, I, I've I've mostly resigned myself to he's probably not showing up again, and I will be very very sad. Uh, my favorite part about this whole scene, outside of the can't wait to, to wait, it was never Gloria first starts trying to like uh, tear into Summer about this idea. Someone's like, no. Remember, you promised the next time I did something <laughs> stupid and weird with my life, you weren't going to say anything. You're in a butt out. And Gloria has this whole moment of like starting to say something and stopping and starting something. It's like, I just want an entire diatribe. You should be happy. That was like, that was hilarious. Just watching Gloria like go through everything she wanted to say and start to say and then bite it back. I love that whole sequence. I feel like I need to make that deal with, with probably both of you. Just like the next time that I do something, I just need one, you know? Just one full full pass, you know? No, you got to keep your diatribe. Um, <laughs> no swallow, no no diatribes being. I just here. okay. I'm just scared about what the one thing will be. I think. I was gonna be. say if I have a full reign, it could really. Yeah, yeah. It's it's too scary. The possibilities are are terrifying. To let you mm. go unchecked, I just. <sighs> All right. Okay. Maybe one day. So at uh, this lunch, the group is trying to talk Summer's parents, you know, about how this purity thing is outdated. But they're talking about, like, we did it. We've been married 40 years. Uh, they show this picture of them at their wedding. And so they say that Summer was a honeymoon baby. And Summer is like, I was a hole in one. And she's, like, <laughs> so pleased with herself about that. <laughs> um. And yeah, Wiki says that now she's on board with the purity thing, but she reminds them that she doesn't care. So <laughs> I did enjoy that from her. Um, and then this song comes on and her parents go dance to it and they say it was their wedding song. But Gloria realizes that, well, wait a second. This came out in January 1982 and their wedding was in 1981. So how is that possible? And Gloria explains that the reason she knows this exact date is that uh, her dad credits the song with giving him the courage to leave her mom. <laughs> so it's uh, burned in her memory there. Um, powerful song yeah. yeah so they look at this photo again and and deduce that uh summer's mom was pregnant at the wedding dun, dun, dun. twist twist that i feel like everyone saw coming from oh, yeah. a million miles away <laughs> uh, definitely like one of the most obvious obvious twists coming now I will say, and we'll get to this in a second. I didn't expect them to lean in as much <laughs> on the twist. That is True. the part that I will give the show credit for because I feel like everyone in the world could see. Okay, they're not as pure and hoity-toity as we think they are. However, they, they get very like specific and <laughs> graphic in terms of the specifics here. So um, I did not expect that. 
Yeah, so Summer confronts her parents about this, and they just kind of immediately tell her the truth. Um, Yes, going into the details of the dark path they were on in the past and how they actually met, and they say it was lucky that she even turned out to be her father. So, like, like that. Yeah, remember we did the maternity test? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. And they were like quick to go back on it too. It was it was like, oh, you got us. Remember that time that we were all like coked out, and anyone who had a drink or whatever. Like it was it was graphic and bad enough to the point where Lindy didn't even write down the specifics. And as I'm like looking at this document of Lindy's notes, there's a lot of detail in here that she's not even including all of, and this didn't even get the specifics of it. So it was like that graphic and bad of it. I mean, it was I, I forget exactly what he said, but he was like, man, if you had a, a spoon of coke and a beer or whatever, you could get it. So whatever it was a bunch of different stuff like that so uh, yeah. yeah and they'd always told her they met like on a mission trip yeah. and actually like no he was like a businessman and you know she served him a mojito yeah <laughs> every time but yeah they wanted to protect summer from the mistakes that they made um so that's why that you know they've always pushed this purity thing and surprisingly summer goes back to the group and tells them she's gonna do the ceremony because they're just trying to protect her and she wants her friends to be there this was i feel like this was the part to me where i was like what are we doing here because because i feel like it's very obvious from the start of this episode where we're going to end up in terms of you know summer ultimately kind of coming into her own and not wanting to to follow in this whatever purity situation this step felt very weird to me and i feel like it could have been avoided entirely if we had this realization happen at the ceremony and not have this weird in-between step of everyone there but i i don't know agreed i feel like it's a step backwards for summer and like one of my favorite things about season one summer was like her whole growth arc Mm -hmm. and this feels like completely erasing all the growth that she's done in this moment just so she can have another mini growth arc at the end and it feels you know a waste of time i don't know it feels needless i feel like 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 you said if we had if we had skipped this and had her realize at the end what was going on even if she had like the they could even have her have like the the realization about being boxed in and not wanting to do that and then it all comes out about their stuff i think that because i thought this was funny that the the actual uh reveal of the parents past and all of that stuff i thought there was actually some funny stuff there but then we have this and it just doesn't feel right for the character at this moment after all of her journey i know she complained to gloria about growing is hard she hates it but this feels like going too far back the other direction Yeah, so we'll get to the ceremony in a little bit, but we go back to Dawn. She's back at the studio working on the song, and Ray asks her again if she wants to watch Business Throne, and she says no at first, but then he tells her that he has the finale a week early. I guess he's got some sort of connection, (laughs) and so she is so tempted by this. It's on, like, a USB, so uh, she's like, she just cannot resist and she's like just put it in and and it's obviously this innuendo where he's like slow down you're bending it and you know yeah so <laughs> what what lindy what do we know tell, tell us what we know <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> you're, you're like you know what do we know what do we know tell us <laughs> this is alluding to you know <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. 
you know. You guys should see how red Lindy's face is right now. This is so funny. Oh my gosh. You know, things uh-huh. that people what do I know? say if they're if they're actually cheating, but this is a form of it. So they're they're mm-hmm. they're playing on that in the mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for, thanks for I didn't know beforehand, so I appreciate you going through uh going through that analysis. I'm happy to help. So uh <laughs> So this this scene had one of my favorite succession gags of the episode. Like, don't you want to see if the son who always goes rogue goes rogue this time? Which is like, yep, yep. That succession in in a nutshell right there. That's also to an extent like TV in a nutshell. You want to tune into this next episode to see if this character acts the way this character usually acts? True. Yeah, guess what? They usually do uh, most of the time, right, especially in right. succession. Uh, they're going to do basically what you think they're going to do. And what's going to happen is basically what you think is going to happen. And yet we always keep coming back for more. Yeah. Also, how do you get screeners so easily? Like he's a what, do you, like, what does Ray do? Yeah, well, he's a producer. He's a of writer. Small. Yeah, but he said he said he has a, a friend who works on the show. Is what I need he's to get dead. some get some better friends, maybe because boy, getting access to screeners is so hard. Like it's uh, you know. oh, you need to get better friends. I thought yeah. you meant Ray. I was like, no, Ray has, has the friends. Has the friends. Yeah, 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 I need to become friends with Ray. Yeah, we're not doing it for him, Lindy. He needs better friends than us. <laughs> I, let's. Oh, if you want to get me business thrown screeners, I'm down. I <laughs> like, that would be a, a great addition to our friendship. I mean, I could get you screeners of a fake show. I can do that. Okay, I'm down. Yeah. What if our next show that we cover is a fake show? Well, look, we're already covering a show based on the recaps. I can't cover a fake show. <laughs> That's a step too far. It would be a lot easier because you, I mean, you wouldn't watch the show. There's no show to watch. So it's like. Then what would we talk about? Our made up show. Oh, my I'm gosh. Just make it up as we go, you know, because we're all so good at a uh, improv. Yeah. <laughs> yes yes we are yes and, and uh, <laughs> you know that's the uh, impact and you know and uh, you know that's cool uh, innuendo <laughs> oh my god it's bending <laughs> at least we make ourselves laugh yeah that's really the only important part here yeah um so later in bed, Scott is wanting to talk to Dawn about what might happen in the finale of Business Throne. And she kind of sleepily says, like, oh, like, this this guy does this. And he is like, wait, like, how do you know that? And she tells him that, you know, she watched it with Ray. And Scott is, like, shocked. He He's getting out of bed. He's not sleeping there tonight because this is a betrayal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so- yeah. 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 So, so what Scott asks is the exact same question. Like, what do you think that the son always goes rogue is going to go rogue this time? And her response is, he goes rogue in the Maldives. And that's like, wait, how do you know that? If that is not the most succession answer, he he goes rogue in insert location of (laughs) some whatever wild shot. Um, I mean, that's succession in a nutshell, truly. Like, uh, you know, that's what it is. We're just going to rich people places and doing rich people things going rogue. Um, Also, he assumes that she has like inside track information on the episode based on one comment like it was almost a little too quick for me if she was like oh it goes rogue in a certain place and scott's like how did you know this specific piece of detailed information to a t like how, you don't know that it's true scott what if she was just speculating but well, anyway she said it as though it was a fact yeah uh, okay 
I don't know. Just just hold your horses, Scott. Also, you have a week until the finale. Just, you know, let her sleep. She's tired. <laughs> from what? From, from cheating on Ray. him all day. Yeah. There are there are so many ass hours that she's put in that yeah. she needs to sleep. <laughs> she needs to put in some more ass hours. Also, what is does Ray ever work? Does Ray ever like do all we have really seen? I mean, I guess he like made that one song that I forget the name of already. I mean, a the long, girls have to long. do work for Ray to be able to do work. Like, he's That's the producer, true. so no they one's... have to actually be, be performing songs for him to do his stuff. And he tried to do more stuff and got, like, swatted down by Dawn. So. That's true. Wait, this is a great point, because here's the thing. I feel like a ton of times in my notes, I've written, like, at the studio, the group, whatever. They're always just talking. Yeah. They're never at the studio recording. And they're at the studio so much. Mm -hmm. And they've never recorded a song. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Season two, in terms of the song, like they are trying to go, what, album mode? What and happened to album mode? It's it's not working out. Because all Dawn came up with is, yeah. and that's it. That's all she's got. Well, we already have the one song that's going to take up like a quarter of the album because she uses like all the different uh, <laughs> definitions right. of the same word uh, set. That's true. So yeah. that's like the only song that we know that they worked on, really. They're busy at uh, Purity Vow Renewals. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, yes, the group does come to summer ceremony because they're supportive friends. Uh, they do make it clear that they do not agree with what she's doing. But Gloria says, we're not going to force you to do anything just to make us feel comfortable. We're not your parents. <laughs> Great line. I loved that from Gloria. Um, but Summer tells them, you know, this is just easier for me and i feel good like it's obvious that she doesn't but she's just trying to appease her parents and it, it's probably easier to be like well i i, I think if, taking this seriously for a second like for summer she was with kev for a long time and that was dysfunctional clearly and then she tries to go out with this guy she can't even kiss him and then they do have sex but it's like not good so for her it's probably just like well hey if i just don't try to have sex with anybody if i just forget about this and tuck it away like just don't even think about it like that's just way easier than having to confront like what my issues might be or like trying to figure out like what i need from this and how to make it magical like i want so like i i can understand where she's coming from of like just you know what it's easier to just tell my parents sure i'll do what you want and i'm not gonna have to do anything difficult yeah i think i think because i i agree that summer doings to please her parents is not the way to go but i do think that glory is going about this the wrong way because glory is just like automatically just like yelling you can't do this why should you know instead of like you know trying to like try to figure out why she wants to do it uh, and trying to like give her reasons that aren't just like you know telling her how, how stupid that she's being, which is basically all that it boils down to. So I, I think I don't know. I think they, their heart is in the right place, but I don't think they're going about the right way to actually be able to uh, get Summer to do what she needs to do. Yeah, and I wish it was presented more in the way that you're talking about, Lindy, because I feel like in the show, almost all that we're given is just like the parental purity conversation and less the summer individual journey on you know she just got out of a big relationship and is like struggling with this like i wish that we had and we got a little bit of that at the beginning with like the whole the non-magical sex or whatever but then i feel like once her parents showed up that's really all that it was about and i feel like the the conclusion here is sort of getting over like the not being put in a box like the parents of it all once we get the 
her parents admitting their past, I feel like that is the catalyst to, to, to her to like realize that that's not the part of it. If that's what we're trying to overcome as opposed to the individual happiness and fulfillment that you're talking about. I just wish that like we had gotten more of that because I think that like based on what we got, it's a generous read to, to let summer kind of have that be the motivation and I'm down for it. I just like wish that that had been what they had gone with, which I feel like is sort of a theme of season two thus far. I've just like, it feels like we are just a couple of puzzle pieces short of something that I could like really get behind. Um, but unfortunately we just like decided to put the puzzle pieces back in the box and make you wait until the end of the episode to get them for some reason, even though they're right there and would complete the puzzle. Yeah. Well, so then we check in with Dawn and uh, she thinks Scott is overreacting to this. She's talking to Wiki and saying that he asked the woman at the deli if she wants to come over and watch The Wire. <laughs> thought that was funny. Um, and then, you know, Wiki's very judgmental of, you know, Dawn's life. But Dawn says, at least I'm in something real. Like, you only date celebrities, basically. You don't date anyone normal. And Wiki tells the story of her high school boyfriend, Ryan Salge, who she got back together with after, was it yesternight's? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Didn't do so well. Um, and she tells this, honestly, I love the way that she tells this story. Um, and the way that she's talking about, like, you know, suddenly I was like putting up shelves and <laughs> like doing all these normal boring things. And then, uh, you know, the big ending is that uh, then one day we were at the Olive Garden with the good parking and <laughs> he proposed by hiding a ring in a plate of Italian nachos. And as I was licking off the sauce <laughs> from the ring, um, she heard famous five Eva. And then she looks around and like the, visual gag in this scene is that everyone is wearing like a sweatshirt that says like local hockey team or like local wrestling team that's literally what it says i really enjoyed that um and she just looks around at all this and looks at herself in the mirror and then she is snapped out of it and she tells ryan like you pissed out my light and she storms away and she tells don normal almost destroyed me don I just love the way she said every single part of this story. Yeah. Like I said, I feel like this was a return to form episode for Wiki. I feel like this is the Wiki from uh, season one that I love so much. Uh, yeah. This whole thing was great. And like I said, the visual gag of everyone in the local wrestling team sweatshirts was just great. Are you guys big Olive Garden people? I'm not a big Italian food. Person. Oh, interesting. I, uh, I mean, I don't what? dislike it. Wow. But it's like not my go-to. You, you know, like pasta? Uh, pasta, uh, pizza, Italian nachos. I mean. Yeah. Uh, pizza, yeah. But like in terms of like all, I, I love lasagna. I do love lasagna. But it's like, <laughs> I, it's, it's a sometimes food. No, it's not something I get cravings for all the time. You know, it's like I'll get cravings for, for like Tex-Mex a lot more often. There's lots of other types of food. I'll get craving for Thai food a lot more than I get craving for Italian food. I think Olive Garden's fine, but it's not wow. a place I'm like ever like, oh yeah, no, I, I want to go to like a, a good seafood place. I'll go there, like, but Olive Garden, yeah. Wow. Todd, I, the one thing I'll say is that when you're there, I'm family. You're family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I know about the Olive Garden. Um, gosh, the chicken gnocchi soup is so good. The breadsticks are so good. The never ending pasta bowls. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm certainly not here to say Olive Garden is good quality food, but 
Italian certainly is like my go-to. I love like all kind, you know, pasta, Italian spices, like that whole. It's so good. Plus, I was the kind of poor where Olive Garden was like a fancy restaurant growing oh, up. Like that was, was the that was Red Lobster for us. Mm. Like Red oh, Lobster, I could smash the... some Cheddar Bay biscuits. Those are good. Anyway. Anyway, um, so the ceremony starts, and oh my goodness. Summer's dad walks her down the aisle while singing a song. It's a duet with her mom. And they're singing about him being Summer's daddy boyfriend. I am (laughs) not happy, but that's what happened. (laughs) Oh, man. That this is real, real. Um, what's it called? I love my daughter, but not in a creepy way. Yeah, except, except in a creepy way. Yeah, in a very uh, creepy way. I yeah. love my daughter in the creepiest possible way. Like, for anyone who doesn't know, that's a song from Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Wow, that we did not like. <laughs> that is such a good comparison. Um, the only like truly besides the creepy difference, and that to be clear was creepy. The I love my daughter is was a creepy song, but. Um, the singing is worse here somehow. And I, it wasn't really good back then, but it's it's somehow worse here. I like, I really struggled with this because I, I wanted to think it should be funny. Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's like where I was. I really desperately wanted to think it should be funny, but it, I, I just, I couldn't laugh just cause it, it just felt like, oh my God, I don't even know. Like, is this a thing? I, I, this is a thing and that's pro- that maybe why it's not funny because it's like real people are doing stuff like this don't do this i mean if the, i feel like we shouldn't have to even say this but if you're ever referring to a family member as a boyfriend or or even a daddy is like a, a daddy boyfriend <sighs> i don't know and it was like how excited her mom was about it too it was like very like I, I don't I don't know. Anyway, we don't have to dwell on that. Uh, let's dwell on uh, the next part. <laughs> her dad gives this whole speech, you know, whatever, about her purity and stuff. And then he's saying, you know, <laughs> if something was to happen to him and he's gone, uh, then the gu- <laughs> her chastity, <laughs> would, the guardianship of her chastity would transfer to the next male heir. <laughs> Which is her second cousin, Connor. And it's this, like, teenage kid in the audience who, like, stands up and waves. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that was horrible, but that was funny. And then Gloria's like, he's a little too excited. (laughs) He is. He was a little too excited. Um, The only... uh, I loved this part. This was easily the best part of this whole storyline for me was the Connor of it all. And I think it was also because of how much I was... And I don't know if it was intentional, but connecting this with business throne is this not just cousin greg right here like (laughs) like that is the only thing i could think of the whole time was like some convoluted male heir of this thing is like a rando second cousin like this is just cousin greg and i i don't know if that was intentional or not but i loved it um and uh, you know obviously lindy like you haven't watched it yet but i i don't know i were you making that connection at all todd like was that even going through your head 
it didn't go through my head, but uh, now that you said that, I think it's hilarious. It was so know? funny. Uh, and this is kind of disgusting. He is a bit of a disgusting brother. So. Yeah, absolutely. He's a disgusting brother. Oh my God. Out here is. Um, uh, okay. No one needs to protect chastity. Um, yeah, so, uh, this is when they talk about the doll. I honestly, I don't want to talk about this too much, but you know, at their, at her first ceremony, they gave her this doll and we see this flashback. She was only allowed to look at it, not take it out of the box ever. And so Summer realizes like, I don't want to be put in a box. I hated that doll. And then she fires her dad and Connor (laughs) and she's like, there is someone looking out for me. It's me. I kind of thought that she was gonna say Gloria in that moment. I think Gloria, Gloria thought Gloria thought she was gonna say Gloria because I think I think that she got to Gloria and Gloria's like, oh, oh, yeah, but like, no, no, it's no. Oh, I will say during the sequence of her dad and mom singing, Gloria's face destroys me <laughs> as she is like looking out on the scene. She is just this face of pure like disgust and like, oh my god, I can't believe what's going on. I, her facial acting there is so so funny. Okay, yeah. So, so Summer has come to this realization. It's good for her, but we had to sit through Daddy Boyfriend. Anyway, uh, we go back to Don and Scott, and she's telling him that she feels boxed in. You know, they're constantly in this grind. It's the same thing over and over. And, you know, she's, you know, apologizing for. Uh, you know, watching the show with Ray, and he says he also did something weird. And Dawn is immediately like, "Did you fuck Kara?" It's like, "Whoa, <laughs> whoa, Dawn!" Like zero to ninety there for Dawn. I love this callback as well to the 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 girl who was like, "Yeah, she fucks some dads like that." <laughs> that, that happens. <sighs> um, but he's like, "No, I bought a gravel bike," and then I was like who cares but then he's like with max's 529 (laughs) and he like can't return it (laughs) that's a real problem if you're spending 529 money on a gravel bike and not for educational purposes not good 529 accounts are very good though by the way just free financial advice max the 529 if you're planning on having kids that go to school Oh, you said Max. Is that you're talking about? <laughs> Max, Max is five twenty nine. Also, well, you, have, you like pay a penalty to buy a bike with it. They've got to also. Start what is scratch. a is a gravel bike like? I, I don't, don't know what that is. Honestly. Like, don't, can't just bikes go? I mean, is there a, what about? I don't know. Anyway, it does. Honestly, it doesn't matter. Yeah, um, <laughs> none of this matters really. But. None of this matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only the only good thing about the Dawn storyline here is that we got the business throne yeah. tidbits. And that's like the only thing about this entire storyline I actually care about. Yeah, because Dawn then she's like, wait, when did you get a mustache? And he's like, Oh, I've been growing it out for a month. And she's like, Oh, like couples our age don't really look at each other. They're always looking at their kid or business throne. That's it. So then they look at each other, and I guess this eye contact it just causes them to make out, and they're like really into it. Yeah, I just I don't know. It, it feels like we have so many storylines about Don and Scott's relationship that I feel like we've already. I feel like we should have been past this. Like, what do I mean? Like, you're in the grind. Why, why are you feeling boxed in the grind? You're you're going out and you're writing songs. You're you're pursuing your dream. You know, you're. 
Scott is now taking over the text chain of of the taking care of the kids and all. You are out there doing what you want to do. Why are you now feeling like like you need to do something rebellious? You're already like breaking free from your life. It's I don't know. It felt so strange to get another storyline like this where Dawn is still feeling constrained by her life, even though we've seen her break out of her constraints. Can I like pitch a, and I, we obviously don't know where this is going. There's like going to be a season three, so I don't know, but I feel like the only world where we look back on this and be like, okay, maybe we were seeing something. What if Dawn actually does not want the performer life? Like what if that is actually not where she's meant to be and end up and sort of this whole realization, she keeps thinking that she's upset or boxed in or whatever by the other stuff and can't get enough of that. What if it's actually like the opposite way around and she like needs to come to that realization because like, what is she, what is she what is she boxed it? I mean, like, what is uh, like, uh, she has a kid, and like, certainly there's going to be constraints there in a relationship. Okay, I guess like constraints there, but it's like uh, it doesn't like really track for me why we've spent so much time on her like slight dissatisfaction at a thing that doesn't make sense to me. And I feel like the only way it works is if it's actually the opposite, and she needs to go on some kind of journey to realize maybe the performer life and the whatever star life is not for me. I don't know. I don't even know if I'd be satisfied by that either. Like, I don't even, I don't see that as the direction of the show and I don't think I'd be satisfied by it, but it's like, I don't see another path where we end up looking back on these kind of storylines and being like, Oh, that, that kind of tracks and sets it up in a way that feels okay. Like, I don't see another destination where we can look back at the journey and be like, yeah, that, that was good. This might just, this might be kind of an issue with like, a comedy that has eight episodes in a season it makes us think that like every little side story is important when like if this was a side plot in a 22 episode season we'd be like yeah this doesn't matter but yeah. we're kind of looking for the greater meaning in it maybe and it's happened multiple times is the i mean we we keep going back to this well and I'll t- the well water is not good. We need we need to be using tap water here. Like this is I don't know. It just like is yeah. not hitting. I think the problem is I think you can have a comedy where your characters don't show any signs of growth, and that's fine. There have been plenty of sitcoms over the years where the characters do not grow over the course of the show. It's always sunny. It's like a, a prime example of the sort of show where those characters are never going to grow. They're never going to become better people. In fact, they kind of become worse people as the series progresses, you know. But like a lot of the classic sitcoms, you don't really see character growth. But that's not what this show started out as. The show was these these girls like trying to become better people, trying to like, and there has been like character growth and changes from them. Not a lot, but some. And so once you start doing that and then start having them regressing or repeating those beats, that's whenever it starts to feel a little, what are we doing here? When you only have eight episodes, you don't have a whole lot of landscape to, I don't mind the throwaway episode. I don't feel like every episode has to progress the plot. That is not something that I really, I, I always get a little annoyed. People like, well, what does the episode have to do with progressing the plot? Like, not every episode of TV necessarily needs to progress the plot. But whenever you have these things that feel like they're complete diversions for the characters, like acting out of character that you've seen, that's never it starts to bother me. And that's why I feel like we're seeing here is like, yeah, it's not so much that we're not progressing the album. It's like the ways they're not progressing the album doesn't really fit with what we've seen of these characters before, or just repeating the same beats of a show where in theory, both Dawn and Summer have had multiple moments to grow past this. And 
it's just like spinning its wheels in a way that is just kind of disappointing for a show that I feel like started off with a lot more potential than what it's showing in the second season. So to finish off this episode, you know, Wiki walks in on them. She's like, it's 1030 in the morning. But then she's like, maybe there is something to dating a normie. But she lists the specific types of normies that she would date. And it's it's very limited. Yeah, it's like a lot like, you know, sommeliers and like like people who work in high-end uh, hotels and restaurants and things like that well she did say bald people as long as they are european soccer coaches that's oh the, yeah that's true that's the key there you go yeah. there you go uh, <laughs> uh so then very quick scene of summer saying goodbye to her parents uh to end the episode uh her mom <laughs> Warning her about a very specific situation involving a pepper grinder. Yeah. Um. Okay, but Summer is like, you know, I I think I have more self control than you guys, so I think I'll be fine. This was like the only part, and I say this like this this type of thing when they did this earlier. I think it was the only part that worked for me too. The like very graphic, almost like shockingly disgusting things that they bring up as examples are like the only funny part of this whole storyline for me like when we're talking about a lubed up pepper grinder that you have to be careful about because sometimes the end of the pepper grinder has a little pepper in it and that's a real problem like that to me was was the funniest part of the whole thing i don't need the, the purity stuff the the ceremony the song like just way too much this i feel like this is where you lead in on this but I don't know. I was like, I was like a funny way to end it, but I, the the journey there was tough. But that's our episode. That's the episode, season two, episode four of Girls Five. Eva, we still have a couple things to do here. Only one song this episode to rate, because um, we're not going to do the other ones. Dawn song was nothing, and then I, I I can't even justify giving a number to the daddy boyfriend situation so it's just can't wait to wait lindy we'll start with you what did you think can't wait to wait oh you know this was really good uh it was funny and it was really really elevated by the kermit line uh <laughs> i'm i'm gonna go 4.5 4.5 gets the kermit bump uh if yeah you will. <laughs> todd what about you can't wait to wait yeah, I agree with Lindy that a, uh, it was the Kermit line that sold it for me. I thought it was mildly funny. And then that end with Kermit just like took me by surprise and cracked me up. The dingus duck of it all. So yeah, 4.5 is where I'm landing. Okay, I'm actually going to be slightly higher. This would have been a full five had I not had to wait for so long to get the full song. 4.75 for me. Not quite to a five, but it's right there. Uh, all, all the lyrics are, are, are just top notch. And finally... Who tops our charts this episode? Todd, we'll start with you for this. Who topped your charts this episode? I mean, for me, this is like one of the easiest picks I've had for a while. It was Wiki. I loved everything about Wiki's storyline. I loved the, uh, you know, the NDA for NBA on TNT. The uh, the time that she talked towards the end, whenever she's like talking about, oh yeah, a uh, he's gotten you no know, the the green light to make our relationship published uh, public in a few months after he's done with the TV show and uh, where he's trying to find his true love. It's called love shack, but spelled normal and not a reference to anyone's name. <laughs> you know, that's all that. And at the very end, she yells that it was Shaq, uh, you know? Yeah. Wiki just was like, this was great wiki content this week. So have to give it to her. 
I would watch Love Shack if it was just <laughs> Shack out there and trying to find love. He's probably married. I don't know. Uh, Lindy, what about you? Who topped your charts this episode? Well, I am also picking Wiki. Um, the way that she painted the picture of her normal high school boyfriend and the Olive Garden was just so dramatic and beautiful and incredible that I, I just have to pick her. Two points for wiki this episode will i finally cave and uh i say finally i've given wiki a point before it was uh season one episode one but it's been a hot minute um wiki was definitely great this episode that being said um i really thought about Shaq as my pick <laughs> for this episode i really did think about it but i think i think there's really only one option for me here in terms of who topped my charts this episode how can i not pick the person who is potentially sitting upon the business throne. Give me the rogue son as my chart topper this episode. Linda, you hate it. You hate the rogue son. I might, hate you, this You pick. might love the rogue son when you watch. The character, sure, but you might You might on. love the rogue son. Give me the rogue son. The rogue son over your beloved Gloria, who you've given every point to so far this season. And admittedly, Gloria had some really funny lines and faces this episode, too. I mean, I, I was yeah. prepared. I probably would have given it to Wiki over Gloria, ultimately. But they both had a very good episode. But you got to give me the rogue son. It's the it's the finale. The rogue son in the Maldives. Come on. All right. <laughs> have to do it give me the rogue son take that you succession lovers it's basically a point for succession is what i just did more or less kind of not really but give me the rogue son regardless okay let's uh get out of here that was episode four the halfway point of the season who knows uh where we're going i'm excited that there's going to be a season three coming out basically as soon as we're done um well, season two have we agreed to even go, keep, go on with that like is it going to line up who knows we'll figure it out Lenny's giving me a thumbs up so well maybe we'll do it we'll see and then pushing daisies. We got to do pushing daisies. Okay, Lindy. No, she give me a thumbs down for that, Lindy. That's this is a podcast. You have to. You have to say. You have to... <laughs> I know. Sorry, I don't. I was. I was leaning back in my chair, and I was like, yeah. Thought I was done talking, but yeah. no. Uh, Lindy, what are you doing these days besides um, finding uh, some ass time? What do, What do you got going on? Um, ass hours. Putting Damn. in some serious Sorry. ass hours yeah. <laughs> with my TV watching. Um. Yeah, not much. Just here, and also on uh, previous Little Liars. Amazing, Todd. What about you? Uh, you can find me on most social media platforms at Librarian Todd. Because all librarians too many characters. Uh, that's about all that I'm doing these days. Okay, I'm Adam H. You can find me on Twitter, Pianoman Adam One, as uh, well as uh, of course every single week over here. Uh, we're at One Take She Pockets on Twitter. We're doing Previous Little Liars, uh, uh, two episodes a week. So much content coming out here from One of Grove Podcast. Um, Todd, we finished up Monarch coverage. I'm still doing Percy Jackson over there with uh, Melissa. Stay tuned for some uh, Doctor Who news. Still doing Final Fantasy Nine with Brooklyn Z. Um, but of course, we will be back next week to talk about season two, episode five of Girls Five Eva. And until then, bye.